building a brand. One thing I've noticed when I say building a brand, building a brand is difficult. It's hard. It's tedious, long-winded. Like for example, when I started EJ's, I started EJ's with no blueprint, with no manual. I winged it. Still winging it. I'm what? When did I start? I started EJ's 2017, so about three years in. Mm-hmm. I winged it. I didn't have a blueprint. There's, there's, there's no manual for it. But one thing, I remember someone telling me that, you know, if you really want to be credible, what you should look at doing is buying followers. Buying mm. likes. And I was interesting. I said no. Why would I want to do that? Mm-hmm. If anything, it's the opposite. It doesn't. It doesn't make you seem any more credible. It makes you seem more fraudulent. Because okay, I've seen businesses that have ten k likes. Sorry, ten k followers. Mm-hmm. Twenty two likes. It doesn't. That doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, you. You look stupid out here. I'm not purchasing anything from you because you look like a scam. Yeah. Not that you look you are a scam if we're gonna if we're gonna keep it a buck. You're a scam. So speaking of building a brand, I mean what where I'm getting to is a lot of people don't want to grow organically. And that's in everything, business, life, whatever. A lot of people I've seen, but let's stick with business, want to take shortcuts, want to, want, want to buy followers, want to buy likes, want to overcharge. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want that overnight success. They want to make 2,000% profit off one item. I've seen businesses charge let, let's let's look at uh, just basic items you see you know what we're going to do this way skincare items for example yeah i've seen certain vendors sell some things for 8000 naira bring it into nigeria we know with the current exchange rate okay 8000 naira 8000 naira is fair because by the time you calculate costs they're making the cost of that is about six thousand, two thousand naira percent. Sorry, two thousand naira profit on top of that, which is understandable and respectful. Cool. Mm-hmm. But you have another business, the same item, fifteen thousand naira. Hmm. Why? All that's because you want to, you want you you want to make as much money as possible in the shortest amount of time. Why? Why not just grow the right way? Why not just grow organically? How do you feel about How do you feel about it? Well, for me, it's, it's just obvious that people, people don't like putting in that dirty work. Because yeah. it's, like yeah. you said, it's time-consuming. It's very frustrating. That's mm-hmm. It's hard. Hard. So, and people, I feel like, a lot of people get into business for the wrong reasons. That's what very I true. Very true. I feel like people, especially people who 
uh, hellbent on buying followers, or hellbent on, you know, charging a certain price. They care more about the narrative around their business than the service or the goods they're actually providing. Yes. They want to be seen as a business that, oh, you know, we started last year. Look at, look at the amount of people who are following our page. Look at the amount of people who are engaging with our products every day. I, I see where overnight success story. Oh, you know, I was able to turn this amount of profit in my first month of operation. It's, yeah. so, it's about the story. It's about, it's about the clout, the bragging rights. You're but what right. are you actually providing to people in terms of value? You know, what are you doing that is going to sustain your business in the long term? Yeah, so, yes, growing up a follower or whatever, um, yeah, it can take a long time. You might not like the fact that, oh, your business has been operating for three months and you only have, you know, 50, 70 followers. Mm -hmm, but guess mm -hmm. what? If those, if like 80% of those 70 followers are engaging, each time you post, they like, they're commenting, they're giving you suggestions. They're bloody buying. They're buying. In the long run, you're absolutely going to be better off, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe a lot of people, like you said, they fall in love with the narrative. A lot of people want to be tagged. Entrepreneurs, CEOs. Mm -hmm. Somebody asked me, um, what would you recommend? A nine-to-five or being an entrepreneur, CEO? And I told, mm -hmm. I told her, after, I told her, look, what people need to understand, there is nothing glamorous about being an entrepreneur CEO. I'm nope. going to tell you right now, I'm an entrepreneur. There is nothing glamorous about it because you have to do everything from the ground up. You are not delegating anything. You... All the mistakes you make, there is no running from it. There mm -hmm. is no other department that covers it. The insults, the praises, the struggles, the achievements, you're going to go through all of that. But you see, with the nine to five, you have that security. Absolutely. At the end, at the end of the week or the end of the month, you're getting your paycheck, regardless and all you have to focus on is the job you were given, the duty you have. That's it. Yeah. So with the other things, you have your boss who is focused on that. You have another department that's focused on the admin, another mm -hmm. department that's focused on the uh, marketing, another department that's on the finances, blah, blah, blah. But when you're trying, all that is on you. Yep. All that. So, what struggle or what battle are you ready for? That's what you have to decide. That's what I told her. So, I can't mm -hmm. tell you because there's certain times I'll be honest and I'll be like, should I have just done the nine to five? Mm. Honestly, because with being an entrepreneur, there are times you have it very good, the money's coming in. There are times you have it very bad. Yeah. That's the truth. There's nothing to, there's, there's nothing glamorous about that tag. So people need to understand that. There are people that will start the business. Yes, I'm an entrepreneur. I've seen it. I've seen it on Instagram. 
Six months later, I've, I, I can see they're not posting anything. The businesses mm-hmm. are growing any of them because they they weren't ready for that fight. They've seen it. They weren't ready for that struggle. When I started EJ's, you remember, I did my research from the ground up. Yep. I did my research when it came to the logistics companies I'll use, where I'll source my ingredients from, where I'll source my supplies, e.g. the bottles, the labels, the oils from. I did all that. And even with that, mistakes were made and it was up to me to ensure I learned from those mistakes and I streamline everything. Yeah. So even three years down the line, I'm still learning. But one thing I'll say is I'm happy with the journey. I'm happy with the growth. I'm happy that things have grown organically. I have three years and I have, I believe, I think seven, 800 followers mm. on Instagram, on EJs. Yeah. Didn't, buy, didn't buy any. Post my picture, I get 20, 25 likes about that. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I don't need 100 likes. I don't need 200 likes to make it seem like I'm popping. I'm okay. So a lot of people need, and that goes into a lot of people don't want to grow properly. A lot of people want to take shortcuts. And shortcuts is not the way. A lot of people want the get-rich-quick scheme, e.g. MMM. Exactly. You know, a lot of people know you to put in the hard graft. Because this shit, life is not easy. <laughs> but social media has made it seem, has, has, what's the word? Has made it all seem like a fantasy, has, has added romance to it in a certain way. Has, has made things seem shiny. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, if I can quickly do this, it looks like I'm all good. It looks like I'm booming. It looks like I'm popping. I'm that it thing. I'm that it business. But really, how much money is in your account? Is it so? No business. How many business owners are putting up Instagram posts saying, oh, you know, I feel like I'm depressed today. My business hasn't made profit in three months. I, I wonder if I made the right decision when I yes. quit my job. Yes. Ago. Those, those yes. real life stories. Yes. Business owners actually feel and go Yes. It's Absolutely. not it's not it's not always oh you know well thanks to um, oh thanks to me being a self-made man I've been able to buy my mama a house I got a 2020 Benz. It's not real. That, and and exactly that's what social media shows. Oh mm-hmm. because of this I was able to get her a house I was able to buy her a car. But everyone is missing out and that's social media we don't post the negatives we don't post the process we don't post yeah. the dirty dirty stuff everyone just sees okay he did he he quit his job he did this equals he bought a benz you guys are all missing out on that huge chunk that was the process the sleepless nights the sacrifice the almost going into depression moments Mm -hmm. it is tough that's why I say this. Not some people nine to five is for you. I will never look down on anyone that doesn't nine to five ever because that shit is also hard. 
Because of just like entrepreneurs, I saw something and and it hit me differently. It said, nine to five, you guys are living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs, you're leaving customer to customer. Yeah. Same shit, different toilet. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. So we're all fighting our battles. It's just which one are you ready to fight? Because none of them are easy. There's a quote that pissed that pissed me off. I think I think my parents shared it with me maybe like a year ago. Shared it with my siblings and my family chat. And it was of course the WhatsApp dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Of course, typical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think the quote was something to the effect of. If you want to be rich, if you want to be a millionaire, if you want to be a millionaire, um, you can't get rich having a nine to five, start your own business today. And I fundamentally disagree yes, with that. Exactly. That, that that's that's the illusion people have. That's the perception people have. There, that, there's no manual to this shit. <laughs> that's right. It also ha- it also happens to be false. There are people <laughs> who have nine to fives. Absolutely. Out. Absolutely. Doctors, engineers, lawyers, surgeons, marketing people, surgeons. chefs. Yes. Like they have, they have a lot of vibes. They have a boss they report to. And yet, guess what? They're driving the same bands that you aspire to drive. They're getting Absolutely. a ridiculous bonus at the end of the year. They have Absolutely. health insurance for them and their family. What do you have? Absolutely. There are people that have grafted that nine to five five six seven eight years they're now the head of the company mm-hmm. they're now the head of the organization they have these things and you see you now also have to ask the question what what was the quote again because i want to i want to reference yeah the quote, the quote the quote is if you want to be you can't do it by having a nine to five start your own business okay you see that tag millionaire billionaire wealth the term wealth and being rich is different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Agreed. There's some people, and this is something I learned growing up in England. I'm sure you did. They are very happy being content. Don't mistake being content for not wanting more. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to, not everyone will be a billionaire. There's a reason billionaires are billionaires and the reason millionaires are millionaires. Not everyone is going to get there. And that's fine. Some people are genuinely happy having enough. The world we live in today, everyone believes there's this right. There's this thing that says they have to be a millionaire. If they do this and they do this with that, they'll be billionaires. They'll be millionaires. It's subjective. Someone can have a car and to them, they're rich. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what car. It could, be, it could be any car. They're rich. Someone in the village just bought a bike, a bicycle. He is rich. So that's another misconception. Yep. We, have to, we have to really deep into. It's okay not being a millionaire. You don't believe, don't look at these quotes, these motiv- these bloody social media motivational speakers. Fuck <laughs> them. Fuck them. The, the, the lot of them, fuck them. I'm sorry. Because they make you feel like one size fits all. Fuck them. 
mm-hmm. lot of them make make people feel less than. I'm sorry. We all go through life differently. You made your millions doing whatever you did. Cool. But we're forgetting there's context in there. Yep. So, let me not digress. So, that whole millionaire, but there's some people that are just okay being content. They have that 95 that pays them well. They can go on holiday. They can buy nice things. They can afford the cost of living. And that's the most important thing, affording cost of living. A lot of people can't. Yeah. As long as a lot of a lot, as long as an as an individual you can afford cost of living, you are comfortable. So yeah, that's that. I wanted I really wanted to get that out. That whole billionaire wealth. Mm, people need to calm down because on social media, that's what's confusing a lot of people and pushing a lot of people into depression because they believe they've not achieved that. They've not reached that target, they've not reached that thing that the person they follow mm-hmm. is preaching and it gets them down. Don't get it twisted. I've had my moments where I don't absolutely myself... we all have exactly I don't compare myself to anybody because we all have different journeys. Mm-hmm. But I've had my moments where I'm just like, damn, I believe I should have more. I should be doing more. I should but we're human. One thing is you can't kill yourself. <laughs> you can't. You can push, you can try as hard, you can keep work, work hard. I'm not gonna dispute Work hard, work smart, but you cannot kill yourself. So, yeah, that nine to five, you can definitely be a millionaire and billionaire from nine to five. The people, you can be a millionaire and billionaire from nine to five. You can be a millionaire and billionaire from being an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Like, don't worry. As long as you find your niche and you're great at what you do and you apply yourself, the consequence of that is the money you make. That's it, simple as that but then again for some for a lot of people having a lot of money doesn't equate to happiness that's another trap that people fall into and it's something it's it has almost become a money in nigeria when you tell the average nigerian that they'll look at you like you're insane they'll look at you like you like you've crashed out there because for them, money drives everything. Money for them is status. Money for them is is driving the the car they've always wanted. You know, being able to pay their house rent on time, not being hungry anymore. And of course, you know, money is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. But you know, I firm, I firmly, firmly believe. You know, I don't, I don't know if it was Will Smith or who said this or who popularized this, but I really believe that to it to a certain extent. I believe that. I believe it is a mindset that you have to cultivate and adopt and decide that regardless of what is happening to you, you know, you can always pick out the bright spots. You can always focus on the things that are going well. Because guess what? Even those who are, you know, multi-millionaires in dollars, mm. some shit is going wrong for them in their life. No problem. They have a child who, who is rebellious and, you know, had, had a baby at 17 or some bullshit like that, or, you know, they're getting divorced and the wife is taking half. Mm. Like, happiness can come in so many forms. So the Absolutely. idea that, you know, happiness is tied to you achieving this financial goal, it's actually a very dangerous mindset to adopt because if you get to that goal and you discover you're not happy, what then? 
your whole life, all those yeah. years chasing that, that's, you know, that huge goal. What was it yeah. for? If you get there yeah. and it doesn't actually give you the happiness you've yeah. always wanted. Absolutely. I beg, go free yourself from that mindset. So. Absolutely. I agree completely. Of course, we all want to have money. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because money gives you options. It gives you comfort. It gives you, to a certain extent, peace of mind. Peace of mind mm-hmm. knowing you can cover that bill. You don't have to always, ah, okay, I'm going here. How much is this? Can I, you know, it gives you that. However, you see that happiness. One thing I've come to understand is you need to find your happiness and your peace of mind first before anything else, e.g. wealth. So when that money comes, to a certain extent, you have that balance already. Mm -hmm. So many people focus on hitting that target, that money, getting it, blah, blah, blah. But throughout that journey, you've never understood what actually makes you happy because trust me, it's not the money that makes you happy. There's something Mm -hmm. else that makes you happy. The money complements it. I was having a conversation with someone and I said, imagine having so much money, so much, so much money, but you have nobody to share it with. Mm -hmm. You're miserable. You can buy anything you want, but you have no one to share it with. That's not happiness. So someone, someone would respond to what you just said by saying, ah, if I have money, I can buy anybody I want. They can share with me for the night. That person doesn't give a shit about you. Uh, <laughs> it's all good or saying, you know, the, a lot of women have a price. You can fly whoever you want to fly in. It's all good us outside being tough guys, cool guys. Deep down, we all want that one person. We can genuinely share our love, our wins, our losses, our happiness with. Mm-hmm. We can't still be chasing holes at this age (laughs) if I say that and your response is I can like you said I can pay for a girl to come and and share that for the night really how many how how many liabilities are you going to bring in every night So I think as we're human, of course, we can say money doesn't bring happiness, but don't get me wrong. that sometimes you're feeling down because, hey, your bills are eating at you. So Oh, no, for sure. Let, let nobody get that confused. For but sure. We really need to understand that. Let's find our happiness and peace of mind first before, just before that money comes in. So speaking on women, hoes, <laughs> what's what's not um do you care about body count do i care about body counts yes <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you go first. <laughs> let me let me let me see how I can put this. Okay, I know my okay. I know the way I'm going to go about it, but you go. You okay, go first. okay. Uh-huh. Um, so this this is the, this is the way I'm going to say it. Yes. Growing up, maybe about five years ago, body count was far more important to me than it is now. I'm not going to lie. Agreed. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. so you know, I was I would almost be obsessed with the idea of this female purity. If she's been with someone, that's in let's be like three people tops, that kind of that would put pick some arbitrary number. And, and say, you know, she's been with more than that person. This guy is like, oh, she's been random. We'll be walking out in public and we'll be holding her hand and some other nigga that has broad dogged her. This guy enjoying my leftover. You know, that childish shit. No. Of course. So that, that used to be my mindset. Um, but the position I've taken now is, to be honest, your body count is not really a priority to me anymore if... Mm-hmm. Right now, you being with me, you are loyal to me, you are, you are in a stable, monogamous relationship with me, mm-hmm. and we are, we are in a good, healthy relationship. I don't give a shit, to be honest. I, I really don't give a shit anymore. Fair enough. Fair enough. What I would say, for me, body count, it's not even a discussion for me. It's not a discussion because, like you said, you've grown. Yeah. It's it's immature. I I will not meet a girl and ask her body counts. Mm. Because let's be honest, man and woman, we have been with people, whatever the number, up until the point we now meet our girlfriend or boyfriend. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. There, there are going to be other sexual partners before you. If that hurts your feelings... I'm sorry, you're a child. Yeah. It's as simple as that. However, mm-hmm. I am not going to date a girl that's for the crew. <laughs> L- let's get... Look. There are... As, as adults, we're allowed to have, we're allowed to have sex. We're allowed to fuck about... Let's sure. not get let, let's not get this twisted. Well, out of you know, we're adults, consenting adults. We can do what we want. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. there's a respectful way of going about it. Absolutely. It's not about. I've heard some people say, "Ah, oh, but you know, if a man can do it, a woman can man, do shut it." Shut the hell up, big. Look, my response to this is: Why would your re- reply to that act be? Let me copy the bad thing this person is also doing. That's that's exactly the response. Just because the man does it doesn't mean it's right. Yes, we live in a world where a man can be a hoe and somewhat he be praised. Mm. And a woman will be a hoe and she says on a whole public public toilet. It's unfortunate, but we live in a world that's not ideal. I am not going to... Me, personally, I'm not going to judge a girl that's a, a girl that sleeps about. I'm not going to judge a guy that sleeps about. I'm not going to praise any one of them because guess what? I'm not 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 again. Mm. It, 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 
it's not an achievement to fuck this person. To f- like, Mm-mm. come on, we're, we're not kids. When it's not a competition. However, what I will say is be respectful of what you're doing. Just because yeah. you're single doesn't mean you can't fuck. However, it doesn't mean you are. Do you know what it is to walk somewhere and everyone's looking at you like, ah, see, not this one now, dumb. All four of us don't chop like this now. Exactly. This like, everyone knows, you know, after rocks, this girl, ah, this one, this one. Like, come on. Have some self worth, self pride. Same with the men. I don't sleep around again. Gone are those days. I, trust me, I've had my fun. <laughs> I've had, oof, uni, I have had fun. But it gets to a point, I cannot speak for everyone but myself, it gets to a point that lifestyle gets boring. Yeah, I don't, I don't get excited if I'm having a conversation with my friend that he's telling me that, oh, he, he smashed last week and it, it was different from the girl that he's smashing tomorrow. That shit doesn't excite me. I don't, I don't find it impressive. I, it's I don't know. I find it kind of cringeworthy, to be honest with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I love my friends. That's why you're my best friend and my other mm-hmm. friends. We're very close because we've all grown. The conversations we had five, six, seven years ago are not the same conversations we're having now. I'm not going to sit down and say, ah, guy, oh, man, this girl, eh, oh, my bro, this Instagram, Instagram thoughts, ah, public influencer, oh, my God, eh, ah, guy, come on, man, come on. We're not kids. So as men, as I said, I can't speak for everyone. At some point, we have to grow up. Yeah. Because guess what? Chasing multiple men, chasing multiple women is time-consuming. It's a fucking nuisance. It's time-consuming. I remember when I was younger, my Blackberry, I had categories, this one, MILF, this one, Manchester Uni, Nottingham Uni, this one, long hair. You have to remember what lie you're telling one. You have to remember this one. I told her this exactly. It is stressful when you're when you're with one of them. You have to remember to block the number of the other. It's just like yo, I don't have time. Like, come on. So, yes. Anyway, move back. So body count. It's not a thing for me. I personally don't care. I don't ask, but I don't ask for it. As a yeah. man, as yes. A, as a man, if you if you meet a girl. And you're asking her for a body count. I'm telling you right now, you will be hurt. Yes, <laughs> I promise. I promise you. I've learned this the hard way. Do not ask. Oh, there is asked? no point. It's not a conversation. You've asked. Get into. You've asked. You will leave feeling foolish. Whoa, whoa! You've asked. You've asked for body count before. Of course. Why? Why? How do you think I knew not to? I had to learn the hard way. How did that happen? Like, like, okay, when she told you, what was your reaction? Okay, no, you know what? Walk me through this. <laughs> That's what so, mm-hmm. so how it happened for me was we were sitting down, um, you know, drinking, having a casual, casual everyday chat. And you slid it in. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a credit to me. I'm a real one. I didn't, I didn't bring up the conversation because even instinctively, I knew it wasn't something that 
it wasn't a subject that I was supposed to initiate. So I had no interest in starting that conversation. Okay. She randomly asked me, she's like, oh, so, you know, how many girls have you been with? And I'm like, hmm, I'm like, okay, um, why do you want to know? And she's like, no, she's just curious. She's just making conversation. And foolish me. Oh, just making conversation. And then I decided to share. You know, I, I tried to give the best <laughs> how many girls I'd been with. And then I'll, she was, she was I, like... I hope you didn't multiply by three. I hope you didn't multiply by three or two. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. And okay. to my amazement and horror, she responded by, you know, almost laughing and being kind of shocked. She's like, she's like, do you, do you mean like, is that your number in the last two years or... And I was like, I was like, <laughs> very funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, oh. she goes, no, seriously, how many have you been with? Yeah, this is the real number. And it's not like, it's not, I'm not even trying to brag. It's not like I've, you know, I've only slept with one or two people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For, for a guy my age, it's a, whatever. If, if you're into that kind of thing, it's a, a decent number if if mm-hmm. if you measure that kind of thing mm-hmm. but she was she was almost like laughing at the number and so when i like that's so, at that was point i'm like okay like, enough of this. how many guys have you been with no no wait but wait was she laughing like is that all kind of thing yes oh okay <laughs> <laughs> so, so i kept pushing her and then she said she gave me a range and i was not pleased what, what do you mean a range? What do you mean she a, gave me, a, so she was like, she was like, you know, between, she was like, between. Where would you say? No, no, I need to say that a bit louder. What did you say? <laughs> she goes, she goes in a little between, like, between, like, between, like, between, like, 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 seats doing everything to avoid making eye contact and then she's like she's like what's wrong like, my voice starts getting all timid I'm like, oh, it's kind of high. oh geez so <laughs> after that day, never ever again never ever again because to be honest i'm not gonna lie it affected the way i saw her uh, of course it does. It affected the way I saw her. I started we, to, yes, I started to, course. you know, try to reason through why the number was that high. If I was of just course. a number, exactly, exactly, absolutely. That's what happens. That's why I say, don't ask. I don't care who you. I don't care if you're the toughest guy or more. I don't. You will be hurt, even if the number is five. I'm telling you, yeah, you will be hurt. It don't, it's irrelevant if. At your age now, you are asking such. You are very immature. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. There's no need. Yeah, man. Just <laughs> for me, the only exception to the whole body count thing, where I think it is very reasonable to care, is if you are talking to a girl, and the reason why you know her is because she's a hoe. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? So yes. in that instance, absolutely, you should use your your knowledge of her body count should affect the way you even see her in the sense that you know that, Omar, 
the way we're relating, it can't go past. If, if we're going to fuck, it can't go past that. One. It can't because go past you know, that. Um, I know what you're here for. I'm not wifing you. I'm sorry. Exactly. I can't wife you. So that's the only instance. If if uh if I was introduced to you because you know I I found out that you know two of my niggas, the three of my niggas ran a train or some dumb shit like that. <laughs> Yeah, but you're but you're but you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. If I know you because everywhere we go, groups know you because people mm-hmm. they've known on them have smashed. As I as as I've said, you are entitled to do whatever you want to do with your body. Absolutely. But do not expect me to then say, you know what? Hey, that's cool. Do you, do you want to be my girlfriend? Mm-hmm. It's not happening. That's not happening. So, both sides, men and women, we all have to grow up. We have to know we do have self-worth. Whether we like to admit it or not, we all do have self-worth. So, mm-hmm. we all kind of have to do better. Because after all, hey, some of these men that have high body counts, we know what they're doing. They're sleeping for trips, sleeping oh, for yeah. bags. Getting pissed on for Getting return oh, trip, getting pissed on, being fucked by dogs. <laughs> you know, hey, they say everything I hustle, love <laughs> But yeah, so interesting body counts. So people listening, just look, man. My tip: do not ask for her body count. You will never be happy. Please. You. You've heard an example. Hey, Khalid was hurt. He was hurt. <laughs> I, I, I was broken. Hilarious. Let's close off with um, this one. We've always we wanted to talk about it. We've not. The Nigerian music scene. Mm. The Nigerian music scene. I told you um, a couple of weeks ago we had this conversation. How I believe since like 2004, five till now, there's been a huge growth. Huge, huge growth. Back then, it was Afrobeat, Nigerian music, but now it's more international. Mm -hmm. We have broken that. And that's one thing you've always been saying. Like, instead of making music for Nigeria, make music for the world. Yeah. We can't always be wanting that shaking bang bang, shake your body, shake your bum bum. You know, come mm-hmm. on. At some point, we have to make music that's that has some type of worth, some type of significance, and that's what we're doing now. And I love it. I love where the music scene is heading. I love that the quality of music, because that's that's the main thing, the quality. Mm-hmm. Back back then, poof, I remember my songs, the the band them, Mo Hits. You know the songs we used to listen to back then at Stoke. Yeah. Even, even when Whiskey and Davido first came out. Mm-hmm. You listen to those songs now and like you highlighted, oof, the quality of music. Not even are you talking about the lyrics, the actual quality, the mastering, yeah, the, the mixing. The sound. It is dreadful. Sounds so dated. The, the, the producers they were working with, it was just so... I don't know what softwares they were using, but at the time, these were bangers. Yeah, because at the time, that was that was the standard. There was nothing better yes. to compare it with. Yes. 
we yes. were the industry was you know just trying to find its sea legs yes yes so i'm happy where i'm happy where we're at um speaking of music i've had what three four weeks to really sit down and digest that burner boy album mm. phenomenal album it's a very, very good album. Somebody asked me, what album do I prefer? Which one or which one? African Giants. Or is it Twice as Tall? Yeah, Twice as Tall. Someone asked me, which one do I prefer? <laughs> and... For me, it's not close. So... Okay, which one do you prefer? I think African Giant is like a modern masterpiece. I think it's like, I think it's, it's you, we put that album in the Nigerian Hall of Fame immediately in terms Oof. of its crossover appeal, in terms of the, the narrative that, you know, that tied a lot of the songs together, in terms of just the quality of the writing, the quality of production from people like Damien Marley on the song, songs with him, so he got future on a record, he never sounds out of place. I feel like um, Twice As Tall was a very good album, very good follow-up, but I felt like, number one, the production wasn't as good. There were a few songs where the production sounded almost the same. There's like, there are like yeah. two songs where the production sounds almost identical. I think it's track I think, two I think, and track eight. I think eight there were fillers. I think there were fillers. I think there were too many yeah, songs exactly. that were fillers. Exactly. Um, yeah, and then some of the collaborations as well on Twice as Tall, I felt like they didn't have the impact that, you know, they were just they were just not as impactful. Yes. Um, you see, for me, when I was asked that question, I said, you see, with Twice as Tall, I felt like I was being walked... I, I had a blindfold on, mm. and I was being walked around parts of Africa, and I was introduced... Yes to different cultures i was introduced to different senses that's how i felt twice as tall that, that's what i feel for twice but with african giant it was just such a concise work it was perfect it had the right balance of the feel-good music the, mm-hmm. the, the music just want a vibe to the one that now brings you back to your roots the crossover with Future, where you said he wasn't out of place. The song with Sarani, that he wasn't out of place. Everything just worked. It was very well thought out. Not mm-hmm. saying twice as tall, wasn't. Mm-hmm. But I just believe African Jai was just... It was, it, was, it, was, it was a strong project. It really was. It really, really was. But, it, but hey, both albums... Phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, and that's and that's Runner why is, Runner is awesome. That's why I say it's it's not no longer Afro beats. Yeah, it it's international. Simple as that. And let's get rid of that bullshit narrative that Beyonce is the one that brought Afro beats. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Our artists have been able to stand in. Our artists have single-handedly brought our voice as Nigerians or the Nigerian sound, the African sound, into the world. Beyonce didn't do that. 
No artist outside Africa did that. We did that. So mm-hmm. let's, let, let's get rid of that. Let's not bloody discredit the hard work these artists. If we really want to go into it, David O and Whiskid have stood for 10 years as the greatest, I'm going to say it, the greatest acts to come out of Nigeria. Woo! I'm going to say it. The greatest acts. I'm sorry. And let's stop all this bullshit comparison. Let's be honored and privileged that we have such caliber of artists coming from our great nation, Nigeria. Yes, I'm going to be patriotic now. Even though it sounds weird. <laughs> How dare you disrespect the name and legacy of the great Felati? Look, a lot of us have listened. Fela is on his own up there. On his own. No one is even, we're not touching him. He's there on his own. Just below Davido, Whiskey. I'm telling you. It's but, time. It's time for them. It's time for people to start giving those guys their flowers. Bro, the quality, the consistent hits they have given us for 10 years is unrivaled. It's unheard mm-hmm. of. Every new artist that popped up around that time, two, three years, if that, vanished. Mm-hmm. Vanished. David Doe and Whiskey have consistently dropped tunes that has taken them around the world to places you wouldn't even think knew such sounds. Yeah. But he's, they are celebrated there. Come on. So let's let's dead that whole narrative. Beyonce, Beyonce didn't do anything. If anything, Beyonce hopped on our wave and rode it. Same way, hey, same way Drake Drake does. But we're not ready mm-hmm. for that conversation. Mm-hmm. We're not ready for that conversation. Beyonce hopped on our Afrobeat wave and rode it. And hey, because Beyonce is you guys' queen, it's this is this this is new. Oh my God, what is she pioneering? Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, she's such a visionary. Get the fuck out of here. So yeah. Just did that. These artists, shout out to them, man. Burner Boy too. Hey, in the last six years, you two, six, seven years, you've really top artists. Top artists. But let's mm-hmm. not confuse being a great musician for a great human being. They're very separate. Oh yeah. Let's 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 separate that completely. Um so this is something. Um, I was also pleasantly surprised with Fireboy's album. Ah, Fireboy, that's it. Next gen, Fireboy did it again, man. Wow, this Apollo album is is crazy. Did you see Super Talent? The music video for Tattoo, I think. Have you seen it? Oh no, I haven't. Jesus, a softcore porn. Jesus, <laughs> my God, wow, woo. <laughs> Bro, the album, the album is phenomenal. I was, I was, wow, I was blown away. The songwriting, 
Hmm. And that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. If you close your eyes, you don't know who this guy is. Mm-hmm. You don't know where he's from. You don't know where he's from. That's what I'm saying. International act. That's, that's it. I don't ever I don't ever want to because there was a time, I think we've had this conversation privately before. There was a time when playing Nigerian music, maybe in around 2005, 2006, yes, I was in, if I was playing it in public, maybe with my English friends, yeah, I'm enjoying it, but I'm slightly cringing. <laughs> I'm, cr- I'm cringing because I know it sounds like a goddamn demo. I know that the artists are drowning in auto-tune sound absolutely ridiculous. They've not been able to fine-tune, you know, the mixing properties of the auto-tune doesn't sound natural. This is just after but, but today. Are you kidding me? Pain. Are you telling me I can't play Burner Boy in front of anybody? Are you insane? I can't play Jose Kane in front of anyone, bro. You will play Burner Boy or Wandeko, and these white these white guys or white girls will sing along with you. Absolutely, that that's how much they bridge the gap. And shout out to them, shout out to them, amazing, amazing artists. Um, okay. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Let's go. Khalid's music. Mm-hmm. When are you expecting your music? Ooh. Because, yeah. When are we expecting your music? Funny enough, anyway, I've, I've said this to you privately as well, but so you probably you probably won't believe me, but I was recording. I was recording um, like three days ago. Really? Yeah, I've been recording. Um, I had a oh. conversation with someone I used to collaborate with a long time ago, and he just gave me that ginger I needed. Um, I took a long break simply because I was getting... I was forgetting why I made music in the first place. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I got caught up in the idea that, you know, you release a project, if it doesn't take off, if, if it's not getting so-so-and-so number of listens, then it's a failure, it's not worth it, it's dead. Yeah. But that's not why I started making music in the first place. I made music because it made me happy. I, I love doing it. And I knew I was really good at it. I knew I could wrap my ass off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That mindset. So, and I just make music because you enjoy it. And share it with people because you want other people to enjoy what you what you have made and what you believe is worth sharing. Absolutely. And in turn, when you enjoy the music you're doing and you remember why you, there'll be a catalyst mm-hmm. and you won't even know all it takes is one person to just say wait who's that yeah you know, that you never know so yeah please do it because i i know i know i know how good you are how good of a rapper you are yeah and i and, i um I think the break was much needed because of course I, I feel reflect. like when yeah when I when I do release what I've been working on um people who listen to my old stuff Jesus I think it came up I think I last released music officially in like 2017 wow was it 2017 really it was it was 2016 I think no it was definitely it was disgruntled and yeah that was was 2016 that was 2016 yeah 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 Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. i think 
when people hear what I'm working on now and the way I sound now, the quality of rapping That's and it. writing, the growth is going to be astronomical. So it's not even going to be comparable because me personally, I cannot even listen to the stuff I was making back then. I can't even listen. I can't listen to any of those songs. But you see, that's the beauty of growth. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty. But I'm sure a lot of a lot of artists feel the same way. Mm-hmm. That's, but one thing is, you just have to stay with it. You've had your moment yeah. to reflect. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And now it's time just to drop it. It's time. Doesn't sure. matter how many people listen to it. Just drop it. You need mm-hmm. to share it, and then it will become its own machine. And before you know it, you don't know. But the main thing is, you know why you started rapping. You know why you started making music. And you always mm-hmm. need to remember that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so we're expecting new music from you. I'm not going to put, your, put you on the spot to ask you when, but we are shy expecting music from you. For sure. Okay, that's good. So, yeah. Podcast. Okay. Bro, we've been two over two hours. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. So I usually close out. How would you like to close out episode three? I'll go. Okay. How would I like to close out? I think, Mm. I think, um, I'm personally, you can join me. I'm going to close out episode three by mentioning Mm. one thing that I would want for the rest of this horrific year, because this year has been very strange. So if there's one thing, Mm-hmm. that we can make happen, we can hope happens mm-hmm. just to put it out in the goddamn universe, man. One thing you want for, for the, from the rest of the year. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be something very small. It could be something huge. Okay. Yeah. What? So, yeah. so me personally, uh-huh. ah, is, it, is it just one thing I even want? Okay. You, you said one thing, so make your one thing. Yeah, okay. Since it's since it's one thing, fine. Um one thing I want by the end of the year is to have put out four new records, four new songs. Fantastic. With four new songs and actually have a presence on social media because I'm terrible at that kind of thing. Oh Jesus. <laughs> so uh, I'm done with you when it comes to that. Oh <laughs> but before so, we move, before we move, we're gonna pause there. A lot of people don't actually know this. What's your stage name? Ah, uh, my stage name. My stage name is Mose. It used to be. It used to be K A Y. When I was yeah, when I was releasing music in 2016 or something. Uh-huh. Um, but I I grew to hate the name because it was kind of generic and mm-hmm. you know just it could be anybody. So mm-hmm. Mose is, it comes from my Edo name from my grandma Ero Mose. Mm-hmm. So it's M O S E with an accent over the E to make it exotic. So Mose. Very nice. Okay. So that was a good one. Um for me, it will be Stop Being So Hard on Myself. Mm. Um Stop Being So Hard on Myself in the sense where I can't stress myself over things I can't control. Mm-hmm. So it will really be stop being hard on myself slash peace of mind. That will be mine. That's something I want to practice because I suck at it. I suck at it. I, I, I put myself under so much pressure <clears throat> and I believe I should be doing more. I, should, I believe I should have achieved more. 
but I keep forgetting it's not just me. This whole mm-hmm. year, everybody has had to hit the pause button on their life. Yeah. So that will be mine. Not being hard on myself, peace of mind for the rest of the year. That's mine. Nice. Dab, 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 man. So my closeout will be this. Shout out to the women actually doing something with themselves and not slanging pussy. <laughs> shout out to the skincare signature. Shout out to Zara, Easy Skin, Epic Zara, Oya Now Wings, Sizzling Spices, Hamdi, Cover by Hamdi, Toma, The Cart NG, Natasha, Duan, Collin, Peju, Gato by Shay, Ola, Ruby Care, Uche, being boss lady she is in all departments. If I forgot you, I'm absolutely sorry, but I'm going to try and be supporting and sharing my love and appreciation to you women that are really doing this. And the women slanging your box for the lifestyle, I'll shout you out too. I've not forgotten you. So shout out to my...